0: Come on!
1: Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Craig Cecilio. Craig, are you ready to do this?
0: Definitely ready. Thanks, George, for having me on the show.
1: Pretty excellent, let's do this. Craig is the founder and CEO of Diversity Fund, his mission is to disrupt traditional traditional asset investing and empower the average investor. I'm excited to have you on. Craig, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
0: Well, I've been around in the syndication business for over 20 years, close to 25 years. I uh, started out doing real estate syndication and raising capital for projects, my own projects and other people's projects, and got involved in technology, I would say early on, early 2000s. And with the uh, being a survivor of the Great Recession and seeing some of the uh, laws got that got enacted out of that, there was an opportunity there and I saw that the JOBS Act got passed in 2012 and out of that, Uh, some of the regulation more popularly known as uh, crowdfunding laws uh, got enacted and one of the biggest ones that got got enacted was uh, Reg A Plus and that got uh, active I would say May 2015 which allows non-accredited investors so basically anybody to invest into these alternative investment vehicles and I saw wow this is a perfect opportunity to build something that I can allow the average Joe an opportunity to invest in alternative investments. And the average person really never had an opportunity for a variety of reasons. One, because the compliance reasons. Uh, The other reasons, the barrier entry is really high. Most of these investments are in the millions of dollars. So someone who wants to invest just $1,000 or $2,500 or even $10,000 is really not gonna get that opportunity. Probably the biggest reasons, the gatekeepers of these investments, the brokers, broker-dealers, the developers, uh, the attorneys, the vendors themselves who get paid a ton of money from people don't wanna deal with someone who's got five, $10,000, $1,000, they're not really gonna make their commissions or their fees on that. Um, These guys do charge quite a bit of money, so they're not really incentivized to offer this to the average person. So I was like, well, how could I do this? How can I incorporate technology and these laws together and kind of offer a product to the everyday investor?
1: So you saw an opportunity and, and, and here we are. So what, uh, just tell us about, about what Diversity Fund is.
0: Well, Diversity Fund's a platform, it's a financial technology platform that allows the everyday investor to build wealth. So our, our current product on there today is a growth REIT. For those of you who don't know what a REIT is, it's basically apartments that are cash flowing. Uh, most of these investments that we have on our platform are in the millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, these investments. And so what we do is we leverage technology to raise funds for these projects. Uh, People invest in our platform, become a direct owner into the real estate assets themselves.
1: Okay. So somebody who is interested in investing in real estate, um, you saw an opportunity with the crowdfunding this 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 reggae um got passed and it allowed more people so it kind of re- it, it it eliminated barriers of entry for lack of a better term for people to to get in and so you've put together um is it essentially a fund that will then go out and invest in these apartment buildings
0: mm-hmm. yes it, it, it is a fund uh, the name diversity funds for diversification We always believe in diversification, and this is an all-term investment vehicle for people who are trying to build wealth. So we look at this as part of your portfolio. If you look at the average person, they could be invested maybe in some stocks and bonds and savings, but they're really invested in all-term investment vehicles. Are they building wealth for the rest of their lives? And we just wanted to give everyone an equal opportunity to get involved in this.
1: Got it. Nice. Okay. So talking about just alternative investment strategies in in general this this would fall under under real estate investing it, well, how 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 best you characterize what it is
0: Yeah I would say you got to look at someone's entire portfolio and and say hey what what am I invested in and what percentage of that do I have that is um an alternative investments a part of alternative investments is real estate so it's part of that pie it's part of the pie of that pie uh, most people talk to their financial advisor, look at, Hey, I got to get involved in some wealth, wealth, building investments. I, you know, what percentage do I have uh, cash on hand or what percentage do I have stocks and bonds? You know, what, uh, what can I allocate to uh, my portfolio and put it into an alternate investment? And our alternate investment is today it's real estate.
1: Nice. Okay. So, so let's just use me as an example. I have, um, well, first and foremost, are there are there limits, or uh, minimums that, that, that it takes to get into the program?
0: Low minimum, $2,500, very low. The qualification process is just 10% of your net worth.
1: Okay, got it. So let's just use raw numbers and say that I have $10,000 that I'm interested in investing into the program. I We complete all the paperwork and all that good stuff. Um, do I then buy a share or shares of, of this investment? How, how, how does that work?
0: Yeah. Well, right now it's set up that you go to our platform. Everything's online. All the paperwork is streamlined. It takes matters of how quick you are typing away. It takes, take us less than a minute to fill out all the paperwork and all the money gets kind of gone, ga- goes through the platform itself. And, but yeah, you actually become a limited partner in the portfolio of real estate that we purchase and own.
1: Okay. So, okay. So now I'm, I'm a li- limited partner. Is there a cap on, on how many people can become partners? Is it once, once you raise X number of dollars, then, then it gets closed? How does that work?
0: Yeah, and know what's unfortunate about this is that these funds are small. Our, the funds only, uh, with the regulations, a $50 million fund. So they really fill up pretty quickly. And uh, we just got qualified about over in November, so about a few weeks ago. So we have a newer fund this uh, go around. We had a fund last year that, performed and closed out. Uh, this one is, uh, we're anticipating a, a five year term uh, to, to build a portfolio of, of properties and kind of go full cycle with them.
1: Okay. So does that mean that, and let's just, let's just assume that, that your goal is to raise $50 million. Does that mean that it will take five years to raise $50 million? Or it doesn't matter that if, if you raise it on the first day, it will still be a five year Turn time for that yeah
0: it's 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 basically we, we raise the funds in, in months it doesn't take us uh, we've we have already have millions of dollars in, in it within the first few weeks of being open so it's a velocity for us to raise those funds
1: got it okay and so what then is is my expectation now that I'm a, a, um, a limited partner do I receive some kind of dividends do I wait until the end and then make profit if if, yeah, if, if so- there is profit
0: yeah, so the, the way we have designed ours is for, uh, it's really for you to, and I can't really say too much just because it's very regulated and I could talk about our past performance. Our past performance, we did have one fund that produced an annualized return of 18%. So based on our past performance, you could say, hey, most people should double their money over a five-year time period. And so we're doing that appreciation of the asset itself, so when we do save it, so we're not really giving dividends out. And that's a great, I think, leadway into a lot of, I, I've been involved in real estate for a long time. A lot of people get involved in real estate, and they really try to get the cash flow on that real estate, and they live off that cash flow, and they treat it like a liquid investment. It's really an illiquid investment. And I think there's a lot of misinformation out there, especially in today's world, where people are getting, in, and really, they're really getting some I think good returns, I want to say that word, but uh, based on the market conditions themselves. I mean, over the last six, seven years, I mean, going back to th- 2010, is you really couldn't go wrong in purchasing real estate. And nowadays, the market's a little flatter, so it takes a little bit more sophistication, uh, takes a little bit more uh, kind of knowledge to really understand what you're doing. And so we built this product for people who want to, Talk away like into a savings account to make long-term returns on their money, but not the, the short-term kind of cash flow that some people are using to live off of.
1: Got it. Okay. And I certainly don't want you to project into the future because none of us have crystal balls. But, um, so just, just so, so, so I sort of understand how it works. If, if I invested the $10,000 and then let's assume that it, it, it is that five-year tent, Five-year time horizon, it wouldn't be a matter of receiving cash flow during that five-year period. It would be at the end when the fund has done its job. That's when I would that's that's when I would realize any gains.
0: Yeah, and you could just we could look at our our, I could talk about historical one. We did eighteen percent. So if you did eighteen percent over five years, you're looking at with the rule of seventy-two, you're looking at more than doubling your money based on that.
1: Yeah, excellent. Okay, great.
0: compliance officer next to me, but I'm pretty sure I'm able to say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, so what should people be thinking about, um, or, or, or rather, what are some common mistakes or missteps when people think about getting into this? I, I know that you mentioned a second ago or a minute ago that, that it does require a fair amount of, I'm sure a ton of skill to be successful doing what it is that you do, but have, have you seen people make, common mistakes when looking to invest in alternatives like this
0: um well you're talking to a survivor of the recession so yeah right. so where do you want me to begin with that stuff well i, I just think we have to educate people and they, they have to understand what they're getting themselves into and, and looking at this a real estate like more of like an illiquid investment not something that you could pay your bills off of i think they have to go in with that expectation and there's two things, and there's I think would also let's let's divide it up into two categories too. I think there's people who want to make money in real estate, by all means they have that opportunity to do it and and live off of that. And that's different than a passive investor. So there's an active versus passive investor. So the active investor, this is someone who's probably builds a career out. They might be in the business some form or manner, they have an understanding stuff, they're building up an education and it's like a job, it's almost like a full-time job, it's a career for them. And then there's the passive investor. They already worked, maybe maybe they're young because we got a little buried entry, or maybe they've worked for 20 years and they want to see their money grow. So I think you got to kind of choose what you what you are. Do you want to be the active investor or do you want to be that passive investor and and not start a whole second career? So I mean that's where it begins. It's just like educating the person, the person being aware there's a difference between between both of them.
1: Yeah, I think that that's really. Really, really solid advice right there. I mean, <clears throat> this regulation A, it removed barriers, but that doesn't mean that... I mean, typically, a barrier is in place for a reason, so we need to explore why it is that, that it was there. And probably there's a lot of bad actors in every industry, and and maybe that people that aren't... that There's probably people out there that, that don't tell people, hey, you need to really use caution and don't put all your money into this investment. It should be for a portion of it, not not all of it and know what you're getting yourself into. It's an illiquid investment. So I think that that's really, really important thing to talk about. Um, Well, let's, let's, let's go the other direction. What do you see are the characteristics of successful investors in general?
0: Oh, so let's define investors, successful investors. Do they understand what they're getting themselves into? Uh, They're diversified. Um, I won't say that um, they're investing the right amount of money. Uh, You always always hear don't stick all your eggs in one basket. Uh, Also, they're not really focused on making as much money as possible, but more, hey, let's risk. More focusing, okay, is this diversified? Am I protected? Uh, Looking at things not... um, not being as greed oriented, be more diversified and, and, and be more realistic with with things. And then also, I when you're looking at um, investing in, in certain products, you're you're looking at a couple things. I think you have to look at the operators of the investment itself and looking at their experience. I think that's big. Not just looking at the market itself, but looking at the operators of the investment. I think that's 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 critical as well.
1: Yeah, I, I certainly agree. So being diversified, I think, granted, is a term that gets tossed around quite a bit. But being in a position, I think, um, positioning yourself for success with investing, I think, is such an important thing. So when there's an opportunity to, to to buy things on sale, when there's a substantial correction in the stock market, and you have money that you're able to invest, how do you look at being able to take advantage of opportunities when it comes across your 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 plate, for lack of a better term?
0: Well, I mean, I, 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 that's a great example because now we're in a world where there's a lot of algorithms out there and a lot of data in the stock market. Are we getting things too late as an algorithm, and a large hedge fund who's got coders and stuff, are they beating us to the punch with it? So how are we actually getting something that is really gonna, uh, really get, get us that maximum return that people are looking for. So I think we have to kind of manage our expectations a little bit in this day and age. Real estate really hasn't really gotten into the tech as much as I thought it would right now, so I still think there's opportunities for the next 10 years. It should get tech-based, because I understand the fact that if you're selling a piece of property or have something, and 100 people look at that piece of property to buy, uh, how are you gonna get a good deal on it? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, your, your fiduciary responsibility selling the property is to get the highest and best offer. So how does someone get a deal on that? And that's because it's still kind of an old-school type of investment that really hasn't touched the technology as much as it should, and that's that's most likely going to change in the future here, but I think there's a good time period over the next five to ten years to get involved with that uh, until tech really kind of lowers the, the returns in that um, arena as well.
1: So you're saying that instead of just 100 people looking at the opportunity, it should be
0: thousands? be even more with technology yeah It's, it's, it's just but it isn't it hasn't trickled down yet so that's why i say there's a lot of opportunity right now until tech really hits it and commoditizes the whole process
1: got it i think that that definitely makes sense well craig savage nation is ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them
0: well if we're talking about investing make sure that you're diversified if no matter what age you are uh, definitely get involved in alternative investments. Uh, this is brand new. Uh, our platform is a fintech platform where we build. wealth. I uh, love to have people who have never done this before. Give it a shot, try it out. It's very low barrier to entry. It's only $2,500. The more people that participate and engage in these types of platforms, the more will disrupt the industry, take away those high returns from those hedge funds, ins- institutional investors and those, very high net worth individuals, and we'll be able to level the playing field and allow everyone the same equal opportunity to grow well.
1: Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on, come on. And Craig, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? Where can they learn more about Diversity Fund?
0: Uh, it's pretty easy Diversityfund.com. In my social handles, my name is Craig Cecilia. Last name is pretty unique, so you can just kind of Uh, look me up very easily on on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Craig your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to Diversity Fund, uh, their website, which I will list in the notes of the show, and follow him on social media, and I'll list all those locations as well. Thank you again, Craig.
0: Thanks, George. Appreciate it.